although we maybe for the most part can't see each other or hear each other although we're not physically together in one place we are perhaps with one or two other members of our household i'd like us this morning to share the words of the grace together now may the grace of our lord jesus christ and the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with us all now and forevermore amen these are words that we often say and they're a shared experience to us from our times of worship together and we can imagine the faces of one another the folk that we might normally turn round and see our christian brothers and sisters our passage today describes the shared experience of a worshipful life in the early church it talks of their fellowship or in greek koinonia which means what they had in common now we often have a lot in common we sing and pray together we look at the word together hopefully like the early church as people from many different backgrounds we come together to be god's people and although i know that our viewers our worshippers on this online service are quite actually widespread many of us live in the same community we have these things in common but it would be remiss of me today to not point out that although we have much in common we have in common that aspect that every believer that confesses jesus christ as lord will be forgiven their sin we have that in common that when we confess christ as lord we receive eternal life that great hope we have it in common that the spirit comes and blesses us and and lives in our hearts ready to equip and to give us different gifts and encourage us in our life we have much in common but although in Christ there is neither male nor female, or slave nor free, in him we are all one people. We also happen to live in a fallen world. We live in a place that is not of common experience, or not equality, where the world made by God who is loving and just is not a place of justice and love so the experience of god's people is not always common it's not always the same i know that i am fortunate to have lived a life that tends not to experience discrimination i'm male i'm white i'm middle class i'm university educated i'm paid each month I'm of the same faith as the ruler of the country that I live in. I have money in the bank and the bank frequently tell me that they would be happy to give me a loan. In the words of the Paul Simon song, uh, it's as if I was born at the right time. These are all things that I kind of take for granted. 
and perhaps maybe in your life you've taken them for granted too. But what is it for like for those that have a different story? Those that come from a different experience? Those that everything doesn't just happen to fall into place for? I've heard of students, even students coming out of theological college in various denominations, who face discrimination in finding a church, even, because they are female or because they are black. And we've seen on the news this week how people are sometimes treated unjustly, perhaps even to the point of death in the case of George Floyd, by those whose role it is to protect life. We might say, well, that was in America, not the UK. But we have to remember that only 21 years ago, there was the McPherson report into the investigation of the death of Stephen Lawrence, and it claimed that police were institutionally racist. Much has changed in culture since then. Much has improved in this country. Much has changed in policing. But it is still the case that a black teenager will have a very different life from my own son. And we still have in this country attitudes and language that is excused as banter or only joking, but it is actually racist and prejudiced. And it is the truth that such views are even present among God's people. I also want to say about the foolishness of the crowds in major cities this last week, gathering in a pandemic, putting offensive graffiti on memorials, throwing bottles at police. These things are all wrong and can never be condoned. But that does not mean we should forget the message that black lives matter. And it is with that in our mind that we have to return to the text and see how the people of the early church lived, remembering that they were gathered from all over the known part of the world. Uh, gathered from right along the length of the Mediterranean, from north and south and east and west, the people were gathered in Jerusalem of many different backgrounds. Those people gave to those in need. They didn't give a token of their wealth and not just a tithe. But the text tells us that it was to the point of selling their possessions to aid those in need. That's not renouncing wealth, but it is having wise stewardship. What is needed and what is desired. They shared their food in the temple and in their homes. They listened to the teaching of the apostles. And so we can see that they learned the way of Jesus. They were apprentices to the king. They were discovering how things could be and that's who we have called to be today, isn't it? To live the way that Jesus teaches. And as they listened, we discovered that the apostles also brought healing and wholeness to lives through miraculous wonders and signs. The early church saw the pain of people that were different from them. They saw the injustices that were among their community. They saw what was needed and they made a difference. And as they made a difference, as they broke bread, as they praised God, 
they enjoyed the favour of all the people. The wider community saw what they did. And the people drew close. And the Lord added to the number of believers. It was not so much, actually, the teaching of the apostles that drew people close. They received that once they'd drawn close. But it was the life choices of the believers, the example of God's love that they showed to others, that encouraged others to come near. What do we need to do, I wonder, that tackles injustice? that brings discrimination to an end, that sees life flourish rather than being pinned down, and young life nurtured instead of extinguished. What do we need to do to see the kingdom come? We must examine ourselves. We must change ourselves, becoming more Christ-like. And we must speak out for change too. Amen.